Welcome to Bites of Light with Angel and Seth Rohr. We provide bite-sized nuggets of wisdom to feed your soul, expand your awareness, and free your mind to help you create a more beautiful today and a brighter tomorrow. Join us in our magical kitchen as we serve up another high-vibe snack for your soul. Greetings, loves, and welcome to Bites of Light, snacks for your soul. I am Angel. I am Seth. And today, we're going to talk about power. Yes, power. Power within versus power over. Right. And when so when we talk about power, one of the first things I want to do is n- clarify the, what power means to us, what we're talking about when we talk about power. Because most people think of power as power over. Power over is I have a position of authority, a parent, a boss, somehow, either just your physical size, and it gives you the ability to kind of imp- imp- imply your will onto and someone subjugate. else and subjugate. That's power over. Power within is what we refer to as personal power. Our personal power is the part of us that we need to be able to manifest our life more effectively, produce, create, and expand ourselves. So that power within is very different. When we talk about growing your power, it has nothing to do with the power that we see out in the world, the power that we see people abusing to harm others. When we say grow your power, retain your power, We're talking about the power within your internal world power. And that power is essential. It's essential for all of the things that we are are learning and teaching in the Toltec wisdom and the Toltec tradition and in shamanism. And Seth goes into great detail in our new book, Bites of Light, Evolving Leadership for the Spiritual Entrepreneur. The very it's the first chapter or the the introduction before the the chapter that he goes into great detail about this concept and it's it's essential for this world today you know we're watching the dynamic shift between this patriarchy going into matriarchy and 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 that that is part of the concept of power and where it's coming from are you leading from your head power over are you leading from your heart power within So this concept is one of the core concepts that we talk about in our book. Yeah. And I I think another really easy way to think of this is, are you powerful? Are you full of power or are you powerless? Are you empty of power? Have you given all that power away? Because that's the other key is that we don't, we come with an innate level of power. We all have it. And it's, beyond our wildest imagination, what that true power that we carry is. Most of us can't even fathom. But every day, we've been taught to give it away and give it away in little things all day long to people around us, to situations around us by believing, being being made to believe that somebody can cause us to feel a certain way or that we have to do something for somebody else because society says that that we should. And there's probably one of the biggest words you can key in into in your vocabulary. Are you shooting on yourself? If you say, I have to, I need to, I should, 
Those three words should trigger your brain to go, whoa, 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 where am I giving my power away? I'm giving my choice away. Where have I been programmed? Yeah, what is what programs that are running in my mind are telling me that I don't have a choice here? Because you always have a choice. And that choice that you are making is whether you are giving that power away or keeping that power. And that doesn't mean we don't do anything for people. Obviously, we're still acting from love, from the heart. But when we learn how to quit leaking power unconsciously, we start retaining the power. And now we actually have the power to share consciously. And we're far more effective spreading love, spreading wisdom, being of service than we think we are when we just, no, I have to give everything. I have to give everything to people to be a good person. That's the other fallacy. If you believe that you have to do this thing to prove that you are worthy, to show that you're a good person, I'm here to tell you right now, you are worthy. You are a good person. Because you are in, you're alive. You're innately that. You are perfect being having a human experience. So you're perfect. Now, what do you want to do with that perfection? How do you want to shape this reality with that perfection? It doesn't mean you have to love everything about the way you're shaped, the way your world around you is, but you're perfect the way you are. And once you accept that, then you are now addressing the 3D world around you from a place of power. I am a perfect being. How do I want to express that perfection into this world? And we're not just talking about, you know, the, the big things like, we know if you're in a traumatic situation and you have been physically subjugated, mm -hmm. that, you know, that's a no brainer. You've given your power away. You, you, like we understand that what we're talking about is the subtleties, the things that you don't even really understand you're doing. Like, for example, every time you say sorry for something that was not your fault or something that you don't need to say sorry for, you're leaking your power away, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, how many times in a day, especially if you're Canadian, you know, how many, how many of you have heard that Canadians are, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Well, it's a thing. Every time you say it, when it's not your responsibility to say it, you leak power. However, on the other end of that, if you do take responsibility and we teach radical responsibility, stepping into your power to take responsibility and apologize when it's appropriate, yes. But if you're give, saying sorry for something that is not yours, you are then leaking your power and giving your power away to that other person or situation. Now, how, how many times have you either said sorry or witnessed somebody else say sorry for just being in the room, right. breathing the same air? Like, oh, sorry, I'm here. Like, you're allowed to be here. <laughs> Nobody should be sorry for being here present or, in whatever situation or having a conversation and somebody will say well i'm sorry but i want to say this well why are you apologizing before you even open your mouth right you're subjugating yourself in that moment right and that's coming from that powerless situation so one of my favorite metaphors for your personal power and this is this also is your unconditional love like all of these things are really tied together we're just different words for the same thing because that unconditional love is power. That is the power that fuels this universe. 
that is the power that fuels your body. So we all have this bucket. Just imagine this bucket, but yours and mine are like dear Liza's bucket and it's got a hole. It's got a lot of holes, like many, many holes. And some are little baby pinholes and some are great big holes that like tons of, of energy and love and power flow out of. How many of you are singing, dear Liza, dear Liza? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you uh, for that. And you're welcome. Uh, so as we start to become aware of, oh, I just should it. What, what belief is that? Now we're potentially plugging one of those holes in that bucket. So most people walk around unconsciously leaking out this power. And so their bucket is almost empty. They, they truly have very little to give because they're leaking it out. So as you start keying into the have to, the need, the shoulds, you go, oh, there's a spot. There oh, is a blind spot. I just should on myself again. I should on myself all over again. I just wash that off. And you plug that hole when you start addressing those beliefs and releasing them. And if you can't do it on your own, that's when you start asking for help. Hey, I'm, I'm seeing these things and what blind spots am I not seeing? You start plugging those holes and your bucket starts filling up more and more. And if you plug enough of those holes, your bucket fills up and starts flowing over. Now with that overflow, we are powerful. And now we can give more than we could ever give before because we stopped and took care of our internal power first. And can you see that you're living from your overflow, powerful, you are full and you lead from the overflow of the full. Yes. You're not trying to lead from an empty bucket. And you're not trying to scrape the, the bottom of the bucket to get that last little bit, catch those little drops that are the last few drops and give them away. And now it, it's just like, I, I can't give you money from my bank account if my bank account's empty. I can't truly give you love and offer you power to grow yourself when my bucket's empty. So the, that's the, the, the paradox here is I can't help you the way that I'm able until I help me by being what most people would call selfish. Right. If I don't protect my personal power, and my higher self and that connection, then I can't share that with you. But I have to choose me first and you have to choose you first. And that's not being selfish. That is the highest way to serve. By choosing you first, you start to plug those holes. You start to fill that bucket. And now you can serve those people that you choose to serve from a place of power, not the people you felt you had to serve you were obligated to serve from a place of emptiness where you were just giving the last of your life force away and i, I need you to hear that again what seth just said choose to serve because you are always at choice as to where you put your attention and your energy and there's a ton of people out there, especially if you've, you know, dabbled in leadership or are a healer and, and, you know, provide services. Oh, I don't like working with that client. Well, guess what? You are at choice as to who you bring into your personal world and your professional world. Mm -hmm. 
you know, my first trauma counselor that I worked with, the very first time I sat down in his office, he said to me, you get three sessions. And after the three sessions, I will decide if you are my client. Take that in for a second. How many healing professionals have you heard say that? Right, but that's mastery level. I will commit to the level you commit. And if you're not committed, I'm out. And it, it gets real challenging in the world of, of awareness. When you wake up to awareness, you start seeing the perfect beings. You start seeing the love that people truly are. And then you, you, you want to help everybody. Not everybody's asking for your help. Not everybody's asking for your help. Not everybody is open to your help. And some of the people that are asking for your help haven't done the work they need to do to truly be open to receiving it. So there's this awareness of choosing where I want to put my energy, where I want to share my power to have the biggest impact that I can have and affect this dream that we are all sharing on this planet the most possible for me. That's going to look different than you. It's going to look different than Angel. That's an, that's an internal game. That's not a comparison game. I'm not trying to help it as much or more than the person I saw on TV or the shaman that everybody looks up to in the world. Just me. That's the highest place I can serve from. And that is that internal power. Without that personal power, learning all the other modalities, which we could probably just sit here and name different energy healing modalities for, for hours, but learning all of those modalities is almost completely useless. If you're not working on increasing that personal power, because that's what gives those fuel. An airplane with no fuel gets you nowhere. But you load it up and you can fly across the country in hours. Right? So you gotta fuel those modalities and you fuel it with that overflow of power. That is what makes a powerful healer. It's in the word. Oh, that healer's powerful. You're already saying it. We're just not understanding it. They are powerful because they are full of power. We oftentimes don't stop and realize the words we are saying are carrying power as well. And there is a space where, you know, some people, some students or, or clients, like whatever you, whatever you call them in how you present yourself, um, that also mistake friendship over mentorship. And, you know, when you stand in your own personal power, it is easier for you to apply boundaries as necessary. Mm -hmm. You know, because there, there, there are boundaries needed when you're in that space where you have to walk your own walk sometimes and do the lessons and do the work and almost like a practicum yourself. And then you go back to the person who you're working with to get the next step. And when you work with people sometimes for years, they sometimes the boundaries 
can be crossed or confused. So that's why when you get to these kind of teachings, it is so important for the healer or the leader, whoever is doing it, to make sure that they can maintain their personal power so that those boundaries do not get blurred. Yeah, and we could do a whole episode, whole episode on, on that. Just that piece. <laughs> but it's so much of that is revolves around personal internal stuff that's going on for both the the healer and the one asking for healing that are making, you know, assigning meaning to what's going on there. But yeah. So yeah, if we go back to the yeah, power within back to the power within piece. There is also a space of to maintain your personal power after the three words should need have to have to once you've worked on those and you're getting those better in your repertoire maintaining who you have in your inner circle like we know everybody out there has lots of acquaintances networking and all of that but taking an assessment of who you have circling you and who's cheerleading you to maintain your personal power when you're first starting off, it's extremely important to make sure that the sabotagers are removed. I was told one time to make a list of the five people you spend the most time with. Your kids can be one, but they're all lumped into one. If you got five kids, you can't name five. Five children. Your kids one are one and your family is one. So outside of that, so those can be two, but outside of that, who are you spending your most time with? Because we don't often give enough credit to the way that our world impacts us subconsciously. The TV we watch, the people we hang out with, the things we listen to on the radio, these things we might think that, oh, I don't listen to that because, oh, well, that part I'm, I'm just ignoring that. You might be ignoring it in the 10% of your brain that's conscious, but your subconscious is picking up those messages. It doesn't know the difference. So being vigilant on the messages you allow to go into your eyes, into your ears, because the brain is a powerful tool that's doing its own thing with or without your conscious awareness. It's absorbing and it's learning and it's applying. It's a survival technique. That's what the brain does. And until you regain that personal power, re retain that personal power, then you can start to take back that dominion over what's going on inside you. And that's the heart over the mind. But we've leaked out all that heart energy and the mind has taken over. So as we allow these things to come in, they affect our subconscious, which affects our ability to retain our personal power. So know that the, those people that you're spending time with, they are shaping you. And if you don't look at every one of those people and go, yeah, shape away, then they are shaping you in a way that you may not find desirable. I had several teachers say to me, look to people who can teach you, not to people you can teach. So think about that. You know, are you always being the one holding everybody up and do you feel dragged down? Do you feel like your energy is being siphoned when you talk to certain people? It may be time to change your inner circle and look for people that can cheerlead you and love you and unconditionally support you without projecting, projecting their own bullshit onto you. 
right? And and where humans get stuck is that love the levels of attachment. Oh, they've been in my life forever, and I can't just cut them off because I've known them forever. Well, when you walk this path, that's part of the work. You change, yeah. you change your vibration, and sometimes your circles change. Not sometimes; they always change. Almost always, because the world that you're the, the the life that you're living right now was created from the vibration that you were at when you created it. And I if mean, you're that, done that in that redundant, vibration, it. then it shifts. Right. So as you shift your vibration, you you get this awareness. You start putting these practices into place, and you raise your vibration. You can't have change without change. You can't change and expect everything else to stay the same. With change comes change. And that can be intimidating. It can be scary. It can be cause fear. But these are all things to feel, sit with, and then step through. Because on the other side of that, the change brings new family, new family, amazing opportunities that you can't even imagine right now. Yeah. And we've done it they're you know sitting here in this space i am having people that i have transitioned relationships with that meant the world to me that are no longer in my world because of the vibrational differences that is and and if you talk to anybody that is doing this work and know their mission they will tell you the same thing it it, it unfortunately is part of the path. And sometimes it's really lonely, not going to lie. And we talk about sacrifice, like you have to sacrifice to to gain. But what we don't often talk about is that it's it's double sided, like sacrifice isn't a bad word. We're not talking about, you know, taking people's lives. What are you willing to give up to better your situation? And this doesn't mean leaving people behind. Because if you choose to stay with someone who is not kind to you, just a friend who drags you down and, and puts you down or in a job where you feel the same, you're sacrificing yourself. So who are you going to choose? Are you going to sacrifice yourself or are you going to sacrifice the relationship? They still get to create their world. You're not ending their world. They still get to create their world. And it doesn't mean that you have to completely not be in their world. But right. remember what Seth said, the five people that you are surrounded with, are they cheerleading you? Mm -hmm. And if they aren't, you need to reassess those five fingers. Yeah, and it, and it doesn't have to be all or nothing, right? It's not, that's a good point. It's not black and white. It just, well, I'm spending a lot of time with this person and they're not really supporting me. They're not mean. They don't you know, it's like hurt me emotionally, but they're not really supportive. They're not really building me up. Maybe I should just not reach out to that person every time I want to have a conversation. Maybe I should just start reducing the amount of time I spend with them and look in other ways to expand mm -hmm. and just play with that. It doesn't have to be like, oh, you, you made me feel bad one day. You're out. Like, that's not what we're saying either. It, it's the ones who are actively sabotaging you, especially when you come to, with really great news. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, like, and, and they pshaw it and they pull the energy out of it and leave you going, oh, well, that wasn't a very fun conversation. Yeah. Thanks for the support, you mm -hmm. know? 
that's a huge way that people leak power is you have these ideas drop in and you're excited about it. So what do we want to do? Share. Tell people. Well, in that telling, we're leaking that power leaking out. Leaking the power out. Right? So there are going to be some people you need to share it with, right? If you need people to assist you in making it happen, or you know, maybe, maybe your significant other needs to know, maybe they don't always need to know. It might be something that you're doing at your job or something that you're creating just for you. But when we share these things, just like Angel was saying, and they just kind of put it down, they demean it, it we're giving that power away and then they are misusing that power. So when we share that with people that are going to use that power to reflect back to us what we're capable of, we're still kind of giving that power out, but now they're reflecting they it back. They can match you. Yeah, they're reflecting go, it yeah, back. Yeah, you go, girl. That is amazing. I'm on your team. Yay. And that's what it looks like in, in a lot of cases. So it's anytime you're sharing it out, you are giving that power away. So who are you going to give it to? People that are going to take it and throw it away or people who are going to reflect it back to you, share it back with you in that reciprocity of life and that Ine, that sharing of equal energy exchange and build you up. Yeah. Choices. Yeah. And it could be in a conversation that you're not even fighting. Like, for example, mm -hmm. I was brainstorming and, oh, I would love to do this. I think this is what I'm going to take on next. Oh, the world's not ready for that kind of medicine from you yet. And, and then the conversation kept on. We didn't even touch it. But you know what? It sat in my brain. And I thought, huh, the world's not ready for my medicine. What does that mean? And it took years. I sat with it for years and never had a conversation with the person who said it. But those are the minute manipulation, subjugative sentences that get stuck in our brains and then our brains go on loop, right? Yeah. Another example today, I was talking to um, somebody who was on her mission and something amazing happened. And she's like, this is happening. And I'm like, you're gonna kill it. This is amazing. I'm so proud of you. And she got really quiet and she said, you know, I've told a handful of people about this and you are the only one that cheerleaded me. Know your five people. Mm -hmm. Know your five people. Because if you want to succeed in life, you got to stop going to the people that subjugate you and don't cheerlead you. Those are not healthy relationships. Yeah, it's important to remember too, because we're not taught this as kids. Right. We're taught that there's that you know you you need it. You need to share with people, and and there's all these limiting things that we're told. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do this. And the programming around this person has been in your life since you were this old. That's programming that doesn't serve us if it's a toxic relationship. And, and, and the other thing to remember is that if you can dream it up, it's in your field of awareness. It is in your field of possibilities. You just have to retain that personal power that you already have, that, you, that is innately yours, and you can accomplish it. Anything that you can think up in here, it's possible for you.
Yeah. So I would encourage you all to spend some time thinking about those three words, should. Bring those to the front of your awareness. I have to, I should, I, I need to, I can't. Any of these words that are like, that take away your choice. Right. If that word, if the phrase you're saying leaves no choice, there's a, belief, a choice. there's a belief that is controlling you. Yeah. You're no longer controlling what's going on in your inner world. Yep. So take a look at those. Yeah. Bring that to the front of your awareness. And when then I, assess your five people. Yeah. Those two things, if you adjust those two things, just going back to, nope, I always have a choice. Like I have a choice whether I want to feed my new baby puppy. That's a pretty easy choice, right? Of course I want to feed him, but I have a choice. I could choose to not to. Most people would consider that horrible. Like that, yes, it inflicts harm on another being. I would agree, that's not good. But the choice is there, I choose to because of love. Not I have to, I choose to because of love. If you want to learn a little bit more about power over versus power within, get our book, mm -hmm. Bites of Light. And it's at the very beginning. Dreaming with Willow White Wolf, I think is, is yeah, the intro. Yeah, it's in the introduction. And um, yeah, chew on that for a little while and let us know in the comments how it works for you. Very happy that you joined us today. Yes, yes. And remember, it's okay to put yourself first. Oh, and you got to do it. All right. Thanks for being here with us. All Look forward love. to seeing you on the next one. All our love. Thank you for sharing your time and energy with us. The best way to help us spread this message is to rate, review, and subscribe. If this episode impacted you in any way, share it with others, post about it on social media, or put something in the comments. Also, check out our website for upcoming events and books at www.roarrevolution.com. All our gratitude and love. All our love. See you soon.